0: hey what's up y'all welcome to episode 231 it is actually still wednesday september 5th 2018 11 13 p.m my apartment is still a mess i have yet to pack not one thing but yet i'm here recording another episode for k short talks and with half a bottle of wine in my wine glass well it's not half a bottle But I think I'm drinking half a bottle tonight. Anyways, I just wanted to talk to all of you because I'll be in Spain soon. And I actually just wanted to have a glass of wine with y'all. So if you are not busy, not doing anything, you have some wine in your refrigerator, then bust one out, pop the cork open, and take a seat with me as I am sitting on my porch right now. Ah, a nice breeze just came through, and the stars are shining. I just wanted to record this episode with a little bit of liquid courage in my body, and I wanted to go through the past year on my Instagram, all the way back to when I actually booked this trip for the first time a year ago. I wanted to give you all a little bit of a recap of what this past year has been for me, and how crazy... And quickly, it came. So, I'm just going to start from the beginning. And I just want to say, before we get started, thank you so much for tuning into K-Short Talks. I see you all who are listening. Again, it may be two, three, four, five, six, seven people. But you seven people mean everything to me. Again, I don't know who you are, why you're taking the time to listen to me. But I really, really appreciate it. Because if you didn't listen to me, I probably wouldn't be recording these. So thank you so much for your time and attention. I know that you could be doing anything else in the world right now, but you're here with me. And I greatly appreciate it. But before we get started, I must admit, I think I'm going to fill up this glass of wine. We're just going to bring it to the top. And again, I should definitely be packing. I should definitely be cleaning I should definitely be doing something else and recording a podcast with all of you. But I thought this is I thought this was important enough for me to sit down and have a little bit of wine with you. So with that said, let's walk back to the balcony. And hopefully that's bought you enough time to get a glass of wine. Right, and we're back. Let's take a sip real quick. That's nice. And if you're wondering what I'm drinking, red Moscato. Thanks to Felix for bringing it over last night. <laughs> All right, so let's let's go back in time really quick. So for those of you who do follow me on social media, again, if you're not, you should probably go on right now. It's at K.Short. The last thing I posted was a video of my barber and a video I made for them for their one year anniversary. And as you can tell, I have been building up some kind of a theme lately. Not too often, not too recent, but it's there. Black and white, black and white. So let's just go back in time. So as you can tell from the last few posts, I've been getting pretty serious about my content creation, um, being more intentional about my Instagram feed, and just creating tons of content and catching up on tons of content. Moving forward, selfies are getting better. Thanks to my new iPhone, so shout out to myself for getting it (laughs) and uh, it being my new DSLR. Continuously scrolling down, obviously being in Tucson, doing a lot of reminiscing with people in Phoenix, with my grandma, with my homie Jerica. Red for Ed, really important. My sorority sister is Kehlani my mom, Gary Vee, my sister stopping by and my brother, family, friends, Demi Lovato. The set, oh man, the set. When I see the set, I just think about For those of you who don't know what the set is, the set is basically the intimate open mic I started in Phoenix, Arizona. I started it because I was hosting So Far Sounds in Phoenix, and it just was not the audience I really wanted to cater to and help. You know, I was a host for them for about a year. I was found out in the street while doing an interview with Niall Ross over at Melt Ice Cream Shop a year before before that. And after hosting for a year... I just realized that the audience I just couldn't look out at them and not see myself in them. It was a lot of older folks a lot of light-skinned folks and there's nothing wrong with that but for me it was just weird because I was just so different from the rest of them and it just felt really weird being in front of them. I thought I was likable and things like that but for me it was really big to support my community and that's something that i really strive to do on a day-to-day basis from my barber the businesses i support with my money the tattoo artists um you know the companies i support just the people i support in general the videos i do people for like do for them like i'm very intentional about the people i support it's really difficult for me to like support genders and um nationalities that kind of have a little bit better than us and there's something you know i mean that i and i don't mean to like step on anyone's toes or anything like that but it's about intention you know our our dollar is our voice and our talents is is also our voice and what we continue to put money and our effort towards is continuously asking for the world that we want so for me i'm gonna put my talents towards people from my community whether it's being folks of color whether it's being women whether it's being queer folks whether it's being immigrant folks whether it's being you know first generation folks whether it's being kids from the hood whether it's a mixture of all of them i'm gonna try my best to always support my people so moving down the list on um with the set It was just important for me to surround myself with people that look like me and helping them move forward in their artistic and musical careers. We got the sorority going on. Starting the podcast for the first time, putting on my last set. Ah, Going to church, getting baptized, y'all. I got baptized this past year. That's been. I can't believe it's September. I'm. Al- I'm already looking at January right now. I'm already looking at January in my eyes. Obviously, moving to Tucson's been a big one, as I've been here. But getting baptized in January has definitely been a big deal for me. And I, just more pictures of myself, people that are important to me. Finally, starting the black and white. Now we're getting into the colors. Seeing some old TVTs. And uh, my mom being my date for a wedding. Camp, no counselors. Mm. Lost Lake Festival. Lots of Lost Lake festivals. Lots of quotes. Lots and lots of quotes. man, uh, take a couple pictures of the hikes I would do. Okay. That's where I'm at. So when I break up with somebody, you know, first of all, when I'm with somebody, I tend to gain weight and, um, I don't know, just not take care of myself really. And, and no fault of anybody's besides my own but I you know I tend to get with girls who have a pretty fast metabolism and you know I'll be trying to keep up with them eating in the sense and they're always hungry they're not gaining weight I'm gaining weight things like that but way too often every time I break up with folks I uh I start losing weight fast and I start working out like crazy and it's not because you know i you know there yes there is an aspect of like ah like we broke up like I need to look good and but to be completely honest with y'all like the girls that I get with health is not a priority for them and it maybe doesn't have to be because of their metabolism but you know I think if I were to date somebody not just girls I do want to clarify that I'm into everybody um I'm you know especially after this past breakup I'm not discriminating against anybody I'm really open to anybody any gender any sexuality any sex any whatever you identify with i'm pretty open because obviously what i've been doing hasn't been working but you know unfortunately the folks i've been getting with don't make their health a priority and that sucks because that means that You know, as we try to take care of each other in our relationships, that means that they don't take my health as a priority. And so they see me gaining weight. They meet me, you know, I'm fit, I'm looking good and things like that. And then they meet me and they just let me plump up. And it's like, come on now. That's not nice. I have a very average metabolism. And I can only imagine what that's going to look like at 30 and in my 30s. But, you know, I've come to the conclusion that if I'm going to date somebody, let let me drink a little bit of wine real quick. If I'm going to date somebody. I want to know how well they're taking care of themselves. If they're taking care of themselves. Mentally. Emotionally. Physically. Spiritually. Financially. Occupationally. Environmentally. Ali, Ali, Ali. That's the kind of person I want to get with. Because... If I'm doing that for myself, then I want to get with someone that's doing that for themselves, like legit. And I'm going to be honest with you, like I've had this conversation with somebody recently and they're just like, don't you think you're being picky? I was like, no, because I'm doing that too. If I'm trying my best to take care of myself of all aspects of my life, I don't think it's asking for a lot expecting that from somebody else and it's not necessarily an expectation but it is a standard for me I just can't date somebody that isn't taking care of all aspects of themselves because this is the thing the best way to help others is by helping ourselves and the problem with me is I try to help everybody I try to save everybody but I'm getting to a point in my life where I can't save everybody The only job that I have is to really save myself in every aspect possible because I haven't been taught the things and the tools and what it means to save myself. So I have to teach myself everything. Do you think I go to my mom for financial advice? Do you think I go to my dad for health advice? Do you think I go to my sisters for spiritual advice? Do you think I go to my you know my aunts my uncles for emotional advice do you think i go to my cousins for mental advice no there is not one person i could think of in my family i have a big family that i can go to even about relational relational advice i'm not saying we're a bad family but we're sure as hell not a perfect family but there's not one person in my family that I can go to who I think has all their shit together. Whatever that definition may mean for you. You know? Like, I just... I've had to do this on my own. I... And, you know, I don't, I don't mean to be, like, whatever. And I don't mean to step on anybody's toes. And mom, dad, family, I love you all. If you ever listen to this in the future... But you have to understand that that's not the cards that have been dealt for us. And so for me to expect another person, or at least a person I want to date, at least a person I want to spend time with, at least a person that I may want to have a future with, whether they were born into it or not, I want to know that they're trying to be better than who they were yesterday and that they're a good person and that they help others and that they are trying to be the best versions of themselves. And, you know, unfortunately, you don't think that may not be asking for a lot, but that's asking for a tremendous, tremendous amount of effort from an individual, especially in today's world. Folks are lazy. And folks are very easy to excuse themselves and to blame others. And I'm very much one of those people too. But every day you hear me trying to digest and dissect my own experiences and trying to make the best of it. Trying to own it, take responsibility of it, be aware of it at least, and trying to move forward. And if I can do that, From someone who's not learning from very many people. Then I know whoever I'm going to be dating in the future can be doing the same thing. So that brings me to the whole point of this actual podcast. Because I'm pretty much to the end. I'm just (laughs) looking for the picture where I actually posted my passport. 'Cause I'm already I already see my ex. Where's my passport? I know you're close. There it is. September sixteenth, twenty seventeen is when I posted my passport and I and I titled it Changing Perspectives. September sixteenth, twenty seventeen. Hasn't even been a year yet. When I got that passport, when I said I'm going to be going to Spain. (laughs) Here's the picture. September 18th was the day I realized that, hey, it might not be a bad idea to move to Tucson. And so on and so forth. But this brings me to the podcast and to the whole point of why I recorded this. This past year, (laughs) you may not believe it, but I have literally been on a break for the past year. It may not seem like it, you know, because I'm a workaholic to some extent. I'm just like my mother. But on this past year, I've been on a break. So everything you've seen has literally been me... Scraping the surface of what I can actually do. And I don't honestly, I don't know where I get my work ethic from. I think, I, I mean, I get it from my mom. But, like, <laughs> people ask me all the time, like, what inspires you? What motivates you? What keeps your energy up? And honestly, complete. Honesty, (laughs) social responsibility, that is it. It's not because I have pressure on my back from my parents, but you need to be somebody. It's not because I have expectations from my grandparents. It's not because I have an older sibling to match or I look up to or I have a younger sibling who I have to be a role model for. Or I have siblings to be in competition with. Um, I don't have anyone in my life that has passed. That means so much to me that I have to do this. Uh, you know, there's, there's no real external motivation that keeps me going, y'all. Just to be completely honest with you, there's no external motivation. My motivation every single day is knowing that I have it better... Than most people in the world. And that I am so privileged beyond measure. That I feel a responsibility. Not put upon me by anybody. But myself and probably God. But to give back. And to help others. That is literally my only motivation. Is how good I have it. And it's like. And y'all be thinking like. No, like I don't even got it like that. You know what I mean like <laughs> when I say I got it good, <laughs> I'm paying rent every month and I got food in the fridge and I got a full tank of gas. Like that's for me good. I'm I'm surviving and I get coffee <laughs> and I can afford that and I have amazing interactions every day. Every single day I have amazing interactions. And <laughs> That's all with living less than $20,000 a year. And I already know that I have more than enough. That I'm grateful and blessed beyond measure. And yet I'm sitting here when my friends and my peers and, you know, they're living their best lives and they're living in their careers and they're traveling and they're doing all these cool things and they're getting married and they're having kids and they're, you know, Making thirty thousand, forty thousand, fifty thousand dollars a year, seventy-five thousand dollars a year. And yet I'm the one who who in their eyes a scraping the surface was probably looking at me like a waste of potential. <laughs> and I'm over here the one sacrificing day by day my comfort for the possibility. Of helping others. In a great way. And I want you to know that. That's that's why. I record these podcasts. Of course they're for me. Because I'm obsessed with documentation. But. Another reason why I record these podcasts. Is just because I want you to know. That you're not alone. And then I record these podcasts. To let you know. That if I'm doing what i'm doing and living my life the way that i live my life then that means you could probably do better (laughs) and so if i can at least share with you any bit of wisdom that i've gained over the years i'm gonna do it because literally all i want to do is help people become the best versions of themselves like i want to be a teacher of the world But a kid got to eat, you know what I mean? (laughs) Let's think about this. Yeah, I want to be a social media influencer. And yeah, I want to be a YouTuber. And yeah, I want to be in media. And yeah, I want to be in entertainment. But teachers get paid. Teachers get paid doing what they love. And if they get paid, even if it's very minimum, it's still a lot more than what I'm getting paid doing something I'm just... Tolerating. Do you think I want to be working at Buffalo Exchange? Do you think I want to be working for DoorDash? Do you think I want to be making videos every Friday and Saturday night of, of drunk people? No, I don't. I don't. I don't want to do that. That's not what I want to do. That's not my purpose. That's not what I'm here for. But that is me making the sacrifice to have these part time jobs just for flexibility. So I can continue to make content for you. So I can continue to talk to you. Through video. Through photo. Through podcasts. Because if I live that comfortable life of my career. And some nice comfortable job. At State Farm. This wouldn't be happening. But I want you to know that I'm going through it. And the only reason why it doesn't hurt and that I'm not mad about it is because I'm grateful and I'm thankful and I'm blessed. Because even though to others it may look like I'm just scraping the surface and that I'm just wasted potential, to me I know that I'm doing it for a bigger reason and for a bigger purpose. That I'm sacrificing now so I can enjoy the fruits of my labor later. So you may think I'm crazy. And I am. But this past year <sighs> has been nothing but a blessing. Nothing but a blessing. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone that's been with me thus far, who's been listening daily days that i've stopped days that i've recorded five six seven episodes a day just days that you keep coming back y'all have listened to practically all of 2018 and now we're in the last quarter shot my wine. That is not ooh 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 that is the last thing we needed to do. We're in the last quarter y'all. Time is gonna pass us so fast, y'all. Time is passing by so fast. Just soak it all in. I know sometimes it feels like that we're going to live forever. But we're not. We're not. Death can be right around the corner for some of us. Right around the corner. And we don't even know. So I encourage you that if you have no reason to be better than who you were yesterday, then the reason that kicks your ass into gear is knowing that this can end tomorrow. God does not have to wake you up every single day. You know that, right? I literally have a tattoo in my arm of initials of a guy I met 2014 and he died in his sleep young person younger than me and he died in his sleep this isn't gonna last forever and we're not invincible we're mortals we're gonna die and if at the least you can do is help yourself and help others, then to me, that's all that God's asking. I don't think He's asking for a lot. <laughs> if anything, if any, I'm going to be real with you. I think if anything, I'm doing the most. I think He's happy. I think He's happy with me. I think He's proud of me. You know, I think as much as I wanna live this grand life because I know that I can, and that may sound cocky to you, but I know that I can. Even though I wanna live this grand life, I still recognize that I can make change on a day-to-day basis. That I don't have to talk to the cashier and do some basic scripted stuff, how's the weather type bullshit. Or I could talk to the server or I can talk to the janitor, or the barista, or the whoever, the cashier. Those moments, y'all, is what makes up of the bigger picture. And I just want you to recognize that. We don't have to live this big, grand life. And trust me, I'm one to know. It's taking me a long time to realize this. But we don't have to live this big, grand life to live a good life. I'm going to say that again. We don't have to live a big, grand life to live a good life. As I say it always, I can die happy today. I can die happy today. The only reason why I'm afraid of death is because I don't want my student loans in this world to carry on to anybody else. But if an apocalypse comes, if the world freezes over, if if this desert desert turns into an ocean again, if something were to happen in Spain and I don't come back, I ain't afraid. I ain't. I mean, don't be wrong. I'll be afraid in the moment. But I ain't afraid of going. And that's because I know that I've done my job here thus far. I've done the best job that I can to my ability. I've done the best job that I can to my ability. So yeah, I may have not traveled the world and seen all of God's creations, but what he's given me and the life that he's given me, I've done the best of my ability as a human being. And I want you to ask yourself that. Are you doing the best of your ability? Or are we just cruising on by? We have to understand that... He didn't have to put air in our lungs. It could have been anybody else that's dying right now. But he gave it to us. And you can either be... A little roach on this planet. A little ant. That's just roaming the world and roaming the earth. Not caring about anybody else besides themselves. Or you can be the best version of yourself and try to help others along the way. That's up to you. But if I die today, or I die in Spain, I'm happy. I'm happy. So thank you all so much for listening. (laughs) This is what wine does, right? Get you talking. I actually didn't even get to the point of what I wanted to talk to you all about. So please tune into the next episode after you follow me on social media at k.short for another lesson, realization, or experience from my daily life.